0: Rock 1069. And welcome
1: to the Sansbury Show on Rock 1069. As we continue, Rock 1069's workday double pay. You'll have multiple opportunities all morning to win yourself a thousand dollars. We do it ten after each hour. So your first opportunity, five minutes from right now. Joined every morning by the able-bodied Matthew
2: Fantone. Buddy, how are you? I can't complain too loudly today. I uh I uh I'm feeling alright, and I feel like I'm trying to move on from like this week. I feel like for the beginning of the week, kinda had a little bit of the like
1: it's only Thursday
2: What do I want to say It's not Friday Quit well, celebrating yeah, But I'm not celebrating yet But just I feel like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday I was kind of carrying Some issues personally Professionally Felt like I might have Been dropping the ball A little bit here and now Is that I'm right like, Now I'm like dude let's Are we getting on. a Let's move forward here
1: We're getting a better Fantone?
2: Uh You know I hope so I hope so Dude calling this shot early I feel like early. I feel like if, if not even a better fan tone at least a better attitude of it I feel like I might need to lay down on the Stansberry couch over there I just feel like you know all right well what's going on just,
1: what's a of, th- just a little- so what was going on because do you see you're very closed off this is the problem N- nobody knew there was personal issues going on with you what's go- what's going
2: on I with just you? I just feel like and it really boils down to some professional things where it's just like I, I feel like you know maybe I've hit a lull or maybe I've kind of hit like a plateau recently and it's just like dude you've gotta you've got to get yourself out of that funk you got get yourself oh, out of the that. challenging
1: of right. yourself. You got to
2: shake yourself off a little bit. And, and, and there's there's a lot of things happening right now that are well beyond my control, well beyond your control, well beyond our boss's control when it comes to our industry. And I've been really like, oh, I'm thinking about that and what's going on with that. And it doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter. See, all, all this I can is, do is the show. This is the
1: one area where honestly you worry more than I do. Like, you pay attention to what's going on in the industry and with our company and all this other stuff way more than I do. Like, I don't, I, I refuse because I know I'll drive myself crazy with stuff like just that. Just you down. Yeah. Dude, Tell I'm telling us. you, you just got to let it go. And I'm trying to. Just got to let it I'm go. i okay. to.
2: Today, that's the goal is just like, dude, you know. Good cont- for you. Control what you have in front of you. And that's this broadcast. I can't do anything else. Look at like, it. He know? was on
1: Facebook. He saw some, <laughs> he saw some Thursday motivational. <laughs> Posters and now we're getting a better fan tone. Let's do it. Man. I like Let's it. Let's do it. I like it. So yesterday I got to do something that made me very happy. Okay. I had lunch with a uh, with my first boss, my first radio boss ever, Mark Munch Bishop, and he is now back with our company, and he will be doing a sports show from three to six, I believe, on one of our sister stations, thirteen fifty. Correct. And that's going to, uh, I believe, start at, is maybe next week. I think Monday. Is. I believe. Is it yeah, Monday? I All right. And I love Munch. He, like I said, he was my first boss in the business. I absolutely love and adore that guy. Don't ever talk trash. We'll, I'll go old school. We'll fight in a parking lot. I swear to God, I love that guy. So I got to take Fantone to lunch with him a little bit yesterday. I got to get you two introduced. Yeah. And I just haven't really spent a lot of time with Munch in the last couple of years. And so like, getting caught up with him, it, it was just, dude, isn't he, isn't he everything you, like, you've been told about him? He's su- it's such an animated character.
2: Usually when it comes to media personalities, um, we're all a caricature of our true selves. Like, sure, yeah. You know, we all take who we are and blow it up and make it bigger. Munch is just who he is. Like <laughs> that guy is just he is brother, a, he is a character. From Village. <laughs> like, have some sauerkraut, he, brother, fifty third and ham. He must have told me ten times where he was from yesterday. Brother, he just just constantly left and right. And honestly, man, I uh as somebody who obviously grew up, you know, listening, He just yells neighborhoods, Collinwood <laughs> like listening Slavic village listening to Northeast Ohio sports radio, like that was a huge deal for me and and and. When I, you know, met him and I was like, hey man, Matt Fantone, nice to meet you. He didn't he was like, I know who you are, brother. He's like, I'm a big fan of yours. And I'm like, What? You're a big fan of
1: mine? Looked right around the corner and was like, Who the hell is <laughs> that? that's but see, but I'm telling you, that's who that man is. He made like he Munch makes friends faster than any person I've ever met in my entire life. And he was a really good he was a great first boss to have because he does it the right way. And so like you learn from that. And so yesterday, he needed to know some Canton stuff. Right. And because, you know, he's going to be doing a show, you know, it's, it's going to reach this area. And so he hit me up about a week ago. He said, Hey, man, can we go to lunch? I said, Yeah. And so I realized yesterday, I was like, Oh my God, my first boss in the industry is now coming down here asking me things. Like, needs to know, like, dude, tell me more about this. What about this? I was like, Dude, don't say Tuscaroras. It's Tusk. Everybody's going to think right. you're a weirdo. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that kind of stuff. And I was like, getting him, like, kind of filled in. And like midway through lunch, I was like, Oh my God, this guy like kind of like, Showing my dad how to work the VCR. <laughs> I, I was I like, mean, this,
2: it was a cool moment for me. Student has become the teacher for sure. And uh, honestly, like, what a great addition to this building, to Canton Radio. The legitimacy. Yeah. That
1: name and that sports brand yeah. lens is unparalleled. I mean, he's. Uh, he, I mean, he is amazing. He's built. Uh, I mean, it's what forty fifty forty some years that
2: brand is. I mean, it, it, when you think Northeast Ohio sports, really Ohio sports. I mean, he is one of the crown jewels of broadcasting when it comes to that.
1: So we got to give you this thousand dollars, but before we do, I got to tell you this story. All right. So I said to Munch, I was like, "You got to tell Fantone the Aussie story. Jeez. You got to tell Fantone the Aussie, the Aussie Osborne story." You know what? Let's do this. Let's get you hooked up with this thousand dollars. We'll tell you the story after. Nine. Welcome back to the Stan'sbury Show. We have a couple of pairs of tickets for Ohio Championship Wrestling. Their event is this Saturday. Bash at the we will get you hooked up here at 7.30, once again at 9.30. And your next opportunity to win $1,000 with our workday double pay happens 7.10. So yesterday I took uh, Matthew Fantone to lunch with my first boss in the radio business, Mark Munch Bishop, who is now back with the company and will uh, be hosting three to six on uh thirteen fifty for us, I think believe I, I believe starting Monday, the dude was intense.
2: I don't know if there he's was, a lot. Just any other word to describe him, but he's a lot.
1: So I said to him, "Now, I was Munch's promotions assistant. He was the promotions director at uh, at MMS back in the day, and I was his assistant. It was like my first job. And he had told me this Ozzy story, Ozzy Osborne story." And it's been verified by other people. And so I said to him yesterday, I was like, you have to tell Fantone this Aussie story. So quickly, because there's something else happened in the building that Matthew Fantone is all upset about. (laughs) He can't wait to talk trash about it. So I said, I was like, tell him the Aussie story. And this was back when Randy Rhodes was still alive. And he was working in Columbus at a radio station. And... I guess the flight came in and they were hanging out at some restaurant across the street from like where the, uh, you know, the airport was or whatever. It was like the middle of the night. And Ozzy and Randy are just arguing back and forth, just constantly, just bickering back and forth. And you can barely understand a word, of course, because Ozzy's, you know, foreign, loaded, and you know, Randy's probably had a few too at this point. I would imagine.
2: Yeah, I think one of the key parts of this story is that there was a lot of drinking going on. That, that everybody was getting hammered, and you know, it was a different era, like where you could get hammered with a rock star and be like, "All right, this is what radio stations are supposed to do." This is what Ozzy's supposed to do. Yeah, supposed it's to come into got- town
1: and embrace hell, right? So next thing you know, Randy Rhodes. Starts screaming obscenities at Ozzy, backs up from the table and like storms out. And Munch is like, What is the matter with that guy? He looked like he had been like soaked. And he looks down, and Ozzy starts talking. He realizes Ozzy is kind of hanging out of the front of his jeans. And Ozzy says to Munch, Yeah, I'm sick of Randy, sick of him talking trash. So I urinated all over him, just all up and down Randy Rhodes. And I don't know, once I heard that story, if you hear it with, you know, I should have thought about that. You're not allowed to say the F word on the radio. No, can't say, you know, no, I can't say that. I was like, no. you know, I should have thought about that. But I, that was one of those stories that when I heard that coming into the business, I was like, oh my God, this is great. Right. This is exactly where I'm supposed to be.
2: Wait, you mean record labels send you guys drugs so you play records? <laughs> I want to get a job this, like that. This you is sign great. Sign me up. Dude, right now, the whole industry's like, shh. <laughs> that nope. never happens.
1: Ah, never happens. i not it's actually been a long time since stuff like that has gone down.
2: Yeah, yeah. I it's always say. It's been a long, say, long time. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm happy I live in the times that I do. I, I, I love I love my cell phone, and I wouldn't want to go back. But when it comes to the industry, dude, radio must have been a lot of fun back in the day. Oh, in the 80s? Yeah, a lot of fun back in the Yeah,
1: I can only imagine. I can only imagine. So something did happen in our building yesterday. Yeah, it did. And... I'll be honest with you. This is uh, this is has upset you and has not upset me at all. And I, I I really am surprised that this is your opinion on this. But a coworker of ours yeah. brought an animal into the building yesterday. Who let the dogs they brought their dog in. Now, if you listen to the show a lot, you know I'm a huge dog person. I love dogs. So as soon as I saw the dog, I was like, "Oh, there's a dog here. That's cool." Right. And I had no problem with it. Right, <laughs> but I can tell from your tone that you did have a problem with it.
2: Now, when you say that he brought his dog, and I did not see this, I was not a part of this yesterday. This was after lunch. Stansberry and Munch came back up here. I went home. Um, when you say he brought his dog up here, it's not like he just got a puppy and brought it up here to show it off. No, for he's a half got a golden an hour retriever, on his lunch nice hour. big old dog. So he brought his dog to work. Yeah. How do people not have an issue with this? Listen, I'm not anti-dog. I, 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 I'm not like, yo, dude, dogs, get them out of here. I hate them. But this is a place of business. How on earth did you think it was appropriate for you to bring your pet with you? I, 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 dude, I have, I have an issue with people who want to stretch things and be like, oh, well, it's my service animal. I believe that there's people who, who benefit from a service animal. but Yeah, mm, but there's
1: been stories all over the news lately about people faking that.
2: 90% of it's faking it. 90% of it's like, oh, I'm entitled and I want to bring my pet with me.
1: I agree. I When I owned a bar back in the day, once upon a time, I threw a woman out who had a, a, what I
2: knew for sure, and and I ended up being proved right that it was a fake service animal. Yeah, I know a woman who just got a dog and she said, she was like... <sighs> I wonder, not, what, I wonder what I have to do to make this a service animal. Not because she needs it, not because she... she I just like want to take it into Walmart. Right, I just want to take it with right. me places. And dude, what is wrong with us as a people? Why is this acceptable, dude? You're not allowed to just bring your pets to work. I Listen, I love my cats, dude. I love them 100%. I'm a cat person. But if I brought my cat to work, send me home. What are you talking about? You're bringing your goddamn cat here. See,
1: I think this is one of those things in time... I, I think this is where I'm a total hypocrite. Because I think... I'm only okay with this because I'm okay with it. Right. You know what I mean? Because of how dog-friendly I am and because I'm a huge dog person. But I'll be honest. If
2: somebody brought a screaming kid in here, I'd be like, dude, this is a place of business. What is your kid doing here? I mean, if like I said, if this was like a new puppy, brought it in to show it off. He's been showing pictures to everybody, and like, oh, dude, you know what? I'm 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 bringing Manjo in.
1: Should be pointed out that the dog wasn't just running up and down the hallway. The guy's got an office with, you know what I mean? Where he, uh, you know, he, he just had the door a little bit open. If you wanted to come see the puppy, you could come. Well, not even puppy. I mean, it was a big dog. Oh, don't make it sound like Cujo. It was a nice, it was a nice golden retriever. I don't remember the dog's name. I doubt that it's important for this story that none of you were there to witness. I'm
2: not knocking your animal. Listen, you can have your pet. And, and I think the, the argument for him was, well, the animal is getting pretty bored when he's just sitting alone in the apartment all day. Well, yeah, of course. And that's why when you get a pet, you have a responsibility to it. You can't okay, just bring well, it goddamn everywhere. New
1: to the region, doesn't know a ton of people as of yet. Sometimes, you know, sometimes you're, you're faced with circumstances in which you need to overcome. I I expected a little bit more tolerance out of you in this department. As cat-friendly as you are, somebody brought a you know, you were were working that event last week for Bike Week, and somebody had puppies, and there you are all over Facebook letting dogs lick
2: your face and everything. And they were adorable, and it was an appropriate place for that to happen. That was like a, hey, we're having an event, and we want people to adopt from the Stark County Humane Society. There
1: are, like, a lot of those tech firms in, like, San Francisco and all, like, you know, all that Silicon Valley, all that stuff. Like, dude, a lot of those businesses are, like, dog. Friendly, would you be opposed to working in a dog environment?
2: Um, I, 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 I guess every business obviously has its own prerogative there. If we had like a station dog, I think that would be cool. Oh, a station dog would be cool. Radio stations would be the perfect place to do that, but. You, let's get a station dog. But you can't set the standard. Or a t shirt. I, <laughs> I think, I think, I think station. I think let's go
1: with station t shirts. Be right back with more Stansbury show. Hang on.
0: 1069.
1: Welcome back to The Sandsbury Show on Rock 106.9710. You get your next keyword for our workday double pay. It's really easy. We give you a keyword, you text it into to 200-200, and you win yourself $1,000. Pretty awesome.
2: Rumors running around that D-Picks get you bonus points, but I don't know if that's true or not. has not been confirmed by the boss, man. (laughs) This is rumors. People are saying those things. So here's what I want to know about this with you.
1: (laughs) Is this... Man, the boss hasn't yelled at me about telling people to... to, To text D in with their entrance for for the thousand dollars, is this just how many times can I do it till he notices, <laughs> or like?
2: Pay attention to me, Dad! <laughs> I'll I'll make you punish me
1: one way or another. Dude, I'm telling you, I think that's a
2: conversation you don't want. No, no, I'm hoping that, uh, I'm hoping the boss man's still sleeping.
1: I think it starts a little like this. That is a contest our company is uh, proud to do, and there's rules and regulations, and you're telling people... Yeah, I
2: don't know. Listen, I have not confirmed nor denied it. I'm just saying there's rumors running around. People are saying you're your your odds may increase. Even
1: that is a lie. You are the <laughs> only you are the only source of said rumor. No other place. I've read every radio message board there is for two weeks. You've been telling me rumors. D Pix helps, and I've been looking and I don't see it. You are the only source of said rumor. Am I supposed to know who Sabrina Parr is?
2: You I heard the to? name a lot yesterday.
1: Yeah, I mean, her name was all over the internet yesterday because of what she is saying about Jabril Peppers.
2: Latest Cleveland Brown there. One yeah, of the newest Cleveland Browns
1: there. A uh, Michigan Wolverine. And people right. were
2: a little perplexed by his pick, um, given the fact that he has no natural position. Freak athlete is everything that I've heard about the guy, um, which in college obviously can benefit you well. But everyone's a freak athlete in the pros, so I don't know how That's, that is going to turn out.
1: That is true, but could I not make the argument if, if, if to make the analogy, and I'm not gonna, I'm not saying he's going to be this good, okay? But could I not make the argument that LeBron James has no natural position?
2: Uh different. You, I mean, we're talking basketball football there. I mean, you 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 have you, you know, basketball a much more fluid game where, you know, football if you really want to impact the game, it's via your position. You can't just be out there playing rover.
1: Um I mean, there are guys in the NFL who play multiple positions, right? So I mean, am I to take that they they have one position that is their primary, but they can also do these things? Or
2: Right. having I mean, listen, being a diverse athlete helps, but I really do think that, you know, without a nation in the NFL, to think that you're going to, you know, be big enough to play linebacker, but you're not quite fast. You're not quite big enough to play linebacker, but you're not quite fast enough to play, you know, in the secondary, but you're not quite, you know, I- it sounds like a special teams player at 25 to me.
1: Yeah, a little bit. Now right. I will, but special teams third of the game, big part there. You're talking about field position. I also feel like what they're going, and this is totally again, I'm speculating, but I feel like what the Browns may try to do with Jabiro Preppers is what Terrell Pryor was becoming. I feel like they may try to turn him into the Terrell Pryor of this year. I, I, I'm, and maybe I'm wrong, but I think that might be the case. But anyway, Sabrina Parr, who I guess is like done some stuff with 850. And um, apparently she was in the lingerie league and all this stuff. And I said when they picked Peppers, my only problem was is that he had been dinged at the combine for like a was it like a watered-down
2: urine test or whatever? A diluted drug test. Diluted test. That's what they give. So Thank you. Now, I mean, I would assume most of our listening audience has done a drug test before. Um, but if you drink a ton of water prior to a drug test, sometimes it'll come back flagged as like you're trying to hide something. So you're trying to hide it. But now, now people who make arguments for these
1: guys saying, well, you know, he has a history of cramping, and you're going to drink this much water over a combine while you're working out. Because, again, he worked out at multiple positions. So he was trying to stay hydrated is what Joel Klatt from Fox Sports was trying to tell me. I don't know if I buy it. Now, he, but,
2: he didn't test positive for right. anything. It's not like it was like, oh, well, you watered it down, but we still see that you were smoking dope. It was just that you watered it down. Now, when that initially happened, I know we both brought up the point of like, well, you're not going to accept that answer from your teenager. I don't know right. why you would accept that answer from Jabril Peppers. But it, worth noting, the guy has never failed a drug test that I'm aware of. And again, I, I'm realistic. I know pro athletes are going to smoke weed. I know they are.
1: Right. But my only yeah, problem is them. you draft a kid who's already now in the NFL's substance abuse program, which I believe, if I have my information correct, is 12 tests a month for a full year. 12 tests a month for a full year. I just, and I said at the time when we drafted him, freak athlete. I love everything about him on the field, all that, but I don't like those odds. At 12 tests a month then- for a year, I think sooner or later that costs us four games. He's going to be suspended for four games. I just Now, maybe that's me being a pessimist, but that's a lot of testing to do. And now there's rumors now. Again, this woman, Sabrina Parr, who apparently had been dating a, a Browns player back in the day and then played in the Lingerie League, and she's been a contributor, they're saying, to ESPN 850 for a while. But she, again, has some interesting things to say about Jabril Puppers. I believe we have that audio. Let's take a Damn. listen.
2: Pull this out.
0: Listen, the guy is not going to make it, okay? Not going to make what? He's not going to make it through the season. Why? I why told do you Hammer that? last week he's guys, another Josh I Gordon. I why you guys are
2: burying this kid already? I, I know can a I little add, more. Am I going to stick up? I got to be the one to stick up for him. I will. I, why are you burying? You bur- shouldn't. Can you give the kid a
0: chance? I'm Please. telling you, I've seen it firsthand, Riz, from a, a different vantage point. And it's the same thing all over again. How are you already high out of your mind and you've only been here for a week? Who is high out of their mind? Peppers.
1: I don't know. Did, first of all, he didn't test positive for marijuana. I know. I said That's it the was thing. diluted. So, so you're acting I like. yeah, right, diluted.
0: Right. But you're acting like he's high out of his mind all the time. He's oh, I'm not. I'm not acting. He's acting no, like what? He <laughs> what? I guess all I right, can't so say certain. No-
1: this feels like he said she said And I just don't know if she's got enough Credibility in anything she's done For me to take this with any seriousness yet. As,
2: as as broadcast professionals I think one of the things that's often Knocked into our heads is like dude you just Can't go out there and start saying things The word allegedly gets us out of A ton of trouble or People are saying people are saying some people Have suggested that rumors are Right that gives you a lot of Of, of wiggle room it's where, a Disclaimer for you, your statement but when you just start Going out there saying that I've seen this guy high. I, you that's better a, you better have something to back that up.
1: That's a personal account of the information of, of the events, yes.
2: Especially when you are the flagship station at this point of that, that team. Ooh, you know yeah, I, I mean? forgot about that. It's, They're not, gonna- it's not that it's not that like somebody's just talking about the Browns in a hypothetical sense. Like, no, dude, they are a business partner of yours. You better button your ish up, dude.
1: I didn't know this, but the lean, apparently, is a mix of promethazine with codeine, Sprite, and Jolly Rancher candy. Yeah, man. Dude, honestly, drugs... They just, every 10 years, they just flip and it's like, what are we doing? And it's like, you know what? Like, thank God. I'm I, like, th- when I heard all that, I was like, you know what? I'm glad I don't have to try to be cool now. I
2: feel like lean's kind of old, dude. I feel like that's kind of an old man's drug at this point. I
1: thought lean, I honestly, okay, again, I just, I was getting my, my rap music mixed up. I thought lean was the cough syrup
2: thing. Well, I mean, that's where you're getting the codeine from there. So, like, oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Still, it's still, oh, it's, okay. you're, you're you're missing, co- you're mixing cough syrup yeah, with something yeah. else. there. Zipping a double cup, there. um, you know, and I, I, you obviously abusing it. It's not like you're just taking the recommended dosage of cough syrup. I'm like, damn, dude, I'm leaned out right now. Like, you have to take the whole bottle.
1: I have, uh, I'm not, I'm not, not lean experienced. Not with the drugs, not with the waistline. (laughs) Lean never (laughs) enters my world, ever. We got $1,000 with Rock 106.9's Workday Double Pay. You get your keyword next on The Stansbury Show
0: (laughs) on Rock 106.9.
1: Welcome back to The Stansbury Show on Rock 106.9. You are eight minutes away from getting hooked up with $1,000 with our Workday Double Pay.
2: Your next keyword happens, $7,10. $1,000, that's a good price. Yeah. Not the worst there. No. Right before the weekend. Oh. That'd be nice. Think about like the the weight off your shoulders. Whatever financial worries you have right now, if you win that thousand bucks, dude, you're gonna be like, oh my god, I can breathe again. Be nice, man. Who knows? You
1: might be just a thousand dollars away from that stripper really liking you.
2: Yeah. If you You spend that thousand on her, dude, you never know. Yeah, Misty at Hot Lab, she is totally, totally going home with you. You buy something off
1: her Amazon wish list, she'll love you forever. That whole new trend where Instagram like girls are not like, here's my wish list and buy th- I like here's the thing. I wanna knock it, all but right. they're getting free stuff.
0: God bless them. Am dude, I allowed to do it. that?
1: Can I have like a Stansbury wish list? Like uh, here's the thing. I got dude, here's all right, birthday right around the corner too. Uh, why is it only hot women get to do
2: this? Dude, I think you totally can do it. I don't know. I mean,
1: made M2 irons.
2: You've got an audience. I don't know what's F- stopping you other than five through utility wedge. I need them all. Come on. Pride. It's only 800. Pride, I guess, is the thing that stops you there. Where Pride? Inst- Dude, I heard media beat pride out of me 15 years ago. Instagram models don't necessarily care um, where I would feel like crap if I had to ask the audience to give me stuff, right? I'm supposed to be giving you guys stuff. I'm supposed to be the one. I've nope. got a good. Nope. Nope. Just buy me crap. <laughs> Stansburg Show Amazon wish list is coming. That's it, coming. It's funny too how like you know Instagram models, porn stars, they do. They have these Amazon wish lists. You go on there, you buy them stuff, and send it to them. Um, sometimes it'll be like, oh, buy me this like lingerie or something sexual, and other times it's like, yo, I'm looking for a new blender, and people are like, oh my god, I'm gonna buy her a new blender. It's insane. It is. But I'm not gonna knock it. Jealous, god, it, it, dude. If I could pick anything. Dude, I want
1: to be born hot.
2: Like, dude, if I come back, like, if
1: reincarnation's yeah. of the thing, make me hot, man. Yeah. Life seems easier. I don't know if it is, but the perception is life is easier if you're hot. So there, we've all been waiting for this thing to happen. What is it? And it's Conor McGregor, Floyd Mayweather. Okay. And we're waiting on this. This is, like, the fight that we're waiting on. And now Dana White is back to saying... I'm not sure this is going to happen. He went so far as to call the event a nightmare on Tuesday.
2: Uh, That's an about face right there because, as far as I can remember, it seemed pretty inevitable almost at a point that this was going to happen. It seemed like that way. It seemed like we were headed there, right? And
1: now it's all about the negotiation, they're saying. And Connor just had a son, and so he's kind of focusing on that. And I guess Mayweather's making jokes on Instagram about how he wants to buy an NBA team. He met with Magic Johnson the other day. Now, I guess Floyd's probably got more than enough money to get into a team. If Usher had 10% of the Cavs at one point, Floyd Mayweather's got enough money to buy a piece of an NBA
2: team. Yeah, certainly. It boggles my mind how rich that dude is. We're like... There's plenty of people out there who either talk rich or act rich or even are rich, but like, dude, he is just ungodly wealthy.
1: I had heard a rumor once upon a time that Floyd Mayweather flies private and then also rents a plane for his,
2: like, things to be flown around. I mean, don't get me wrong. Obviously, being the top of the pops of anything, whether it's basketball, football, baseball, acting, you're going to make a lot of money. But, like, how is boxing affording him that much? It's crazy to me. Yeah, for a
1: sport that everybody tells you is dying, it, it, it really is something. Now... Apparently the negotiation process is what was where this is getting held up because both these dudes and again you need an ego to be a fighter. Right. But both these guys now are obsessed with the one being that is controlling the narrative, controlling the negotiation and getting the best out of the negotiation.
2: The fight before the
1: fight. So I once had a radio boss who once gave me a great piece of advice about negotiating
2: I'm from Slavic Village, brother. <laughs> no, I wish it was him.
1: <laughs> no, but I worked for this guy once upon a time. And and he said to me after signing me to a very station-friendly deal. He said to me, "You made one mistake in this negotiation process and I'm going to try to make you smarter about this moving forward against my better wishes because you're going to do you're going to use this against me." So you never said no not one time. And he's like, "You need to say no." He's like, "But The pro both parties after a negotiation should, should walk away going, I got what I wanted, but I got screwed a little, but enough but I but I can live with it. If if anybody's walking away not feeling like that, he's like then it was lopsided. And I don't for the life of me I can't figure out. Like I'm just not one of these guys. Like I'm not I don't have that ultra like machismo like thing about me. Where I like automatically I see a man And I have to compete with him I don't have that Like that whole let's measure our penis I'm not That guy right but guys It's like this pissing contest between these two dudes Who cares who's controlling it You're both going to make a ton of money in the end Just get over it
2: and fuck um, the thing I'll probably say is I, I I think both these guys are probably realistic with the fact or, or at least the possible fact of this could not happen. And as long as we continue to act like it's going to and get people to pretend or to people to react like it's going to, whether it does or does not, we're both winning here. So I think there's a little bit of, well, let's play it for as long as we can, because sooner or later, people are going to realize this ain't going down.
1: See, that's why I think Dana White wants the conversation over. Because the last thing Dana White wants is a Chinese democracy situation on his hands. Where you got Axl Rose going, yeah, the record's coming, the record's coming, the record's coming. Next thing you know, the record comes out 15 years later, it's good, but it ain't worth the 15-year wait. And this fight won't be worth that kind of wait. If they keep hyping, hype, 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 which all this fight is going to be is hype. It's going to be a terrible fight, I would imagine. The competition will be terrible. But... So that's I think that's part of Dana White's problem, where he's like, I don't want a Chinese democracy in my hand. We can't make people wait three years for this, then have it come out and have it be the worst fight they've ever seen. If it all gets wrapped up in a year, I think it, everybody survives. Just get over yourselves and fight. And like, I don't know why. Like, why once once you're Floyd Mayweather or Conor McGregor, do you really care that people on Twitter or in their living rooms? Think less of you because you took less money than the other guy to make the fight happen? It's transformative wealth. What I mean, at some point, dude, I don't feel sorry for you that Floyd Mayweather's gonna make five more million or ten more million or whatever the hell it might be. You're still being paid gobs of money to get in there and honestly, McGregor, to get clobbered. Mayweather Mayweather's going, and I hate Mayweather, I hate him, but he's going to clobber. Conor McGregor in a boxing match
2: if you're just standing there punching yeah of course Floyd's gonna win
1: it's I did. you might not land a punch on Mayweather he's that technically sound it's gonna be a very bo- Chris Broussard said this the other day he pointed it out it's so right McGregor's not going to be able to land a punch and Mayweather's never going to throw more than two punches together when I heard him say that I was like he's right this fight's going to be like what you're going to be looking at it going what's happening and that's why Dana White's like you know what dude let's get this right if we're going to do it then let's do it but if we're not then let's shut up about it because I don't want to be Axel Rose why do you think Axel's back with Slash now because Chinese democracy wasn't
2: that good while we're talking UFC uh UFC 211 happening this weekend that's right steepe uh defending his crown and he' lost any anything A wins that's the only
1: thought I can have nice. on that I gotta back the guy he's pretty you know what I mean he's he's done nothing but you know what I mean dominate so I'm'm I'm, I'm riding with A until honestly forever even if he loses I'm riding with A. we have a thousand dollars it's rock 1069s workday double pay your keywords happening now
0: Hansberry show On Rock 106.9. Welcome
1: back to the Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. We have a pair of Ohio Championship Wrestling tickets for their event, at Bash at the Babe. That's this uh, this, this Saturday, isn't it? This
2: Saturday, indeed. Bash at the Babe, all going down at the J Babe Community Center. Um, obviously, uh, you know that's a an institution in Canton. A ton of uh, a ton of people have played basketball there, worked out there, done their thing there. Uh, CJ McCollum, when he was growing up, that was his gym. Oh, nice Portland Trailblaze. Uh So yeah, so obviously a, an institution in Canton. And if you've never been to an Ohio Championship Wrestling event, man, I'm telling you right now, they're Good time. Um, it's you know it's it, it's some of the best independent wrestling in the uh, in the states, and uh, this is a steel cage match, dude. No shame, Jimmy Shane taking on Darkstar Matt Taylor. It's good stuff right there. Yeah,
1: you could be one of the people who said, "Yeah, I was there." Yeah. While well, Carl Monday's asking somebody how a steel cage match <laughs> fell down in the middle. Of, I'm just I'm totally kidding. I I don't know why I'm doing that. That's not that's not nice. That's not nice. You know, actually, we gave him. Uh, those tickets away yesterday on the program too and like uh, a guy named matt from medina one and i thought about that i was like man and he was pumped yeah i was like man dude you're gonna i mean making the trip yeah making the trip down to see uh, ohio championship wrestling he was pumped yeah. about that yeah you could be pumped too so we'll uh, pass out another pair of those here shortly we all you know they tell you not to judge a book by its cover you know by its cover right, right? and basically that's people telling you don't judge other people till you totally get to know them. And I always say, that statement should really be, you can't Always judge a book by its cover because you can absolutely judge books by covers.
2: Yeah. I mean, what else are you going to judge them by? I mean, it's, you know, you're going to have to judge people by something. And like, people give you clues on who they are. Now, that clue doesn't always give you a 100% clear picture, but uh, people based on how they take care of themselves, people based on how they present themselves, it matters. It does. Your forward facing identity is what the world sees there and should matter.
1: I think most of us sleestacks, stacks, the averages, okay. the regular people, okay. the cogs in the machine. All right. If you were to ask most of us, what we would say is, is that people that drive like $85,000 and up cars, Yeesh. like the BMWs and the Mercedeses and like the Audis and like that kind of thing, if you ask most people, we'd be like, jerk. That's what people, that's like kind of the perception. You think you own the road, think you own everything.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, some dude zips past you in a car that costs, you know, eight times what yours did. That's going to be like, yeah, for that guy,
1: F him. Yeah. Well, it turns out we're right. They've done multiple studies. And it says here that their findings suggest that wealthier drivers may reflect An adherence to ethical codes geared towards maximizing one's self-interest, often at the expense of others, meaning, I got to get where I'm going, I don't care about you, you honk, honk, move over. Cutting people
2: off, okay. Cutting
1: people off, right. They say money makes you more likely to exhibit the characteristics of being a jerk. MAGA. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Sorry. 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 But it turns out like they they did. They had they observed intersections at like 50 different intersections across Southern California. They looked at like mo- like hundreds of well, thousands of cars, all right? And they saw there that th- the social behavior behind the wheel of a car of somebody in what is considered to be a luxury sedan was worse than anybody else. That they're real, no turn signals, just merge right into your lane, doesn't matter, speeding, riding of the bumper, riding on people's asses.
2: So we're talking about, like, the common courtesies of the road, like the things that you, not necessarily, it's like, well, it's a law, but things that you do just because you're like, well, I'm not a dick. Okay. They say money makes you feel more deserving of success. Yes, for sure. And less needful
1: of others, which that won't make, money won't make you feel less needful of others. You are less needful of others. Right and and as far as like support goes, as like like a financial support issue goes, but it doesn't make you better than anybody.
2: Else. No, but I, I certainly see how it lends you to believe that you're better than other people. It's like I've accomplished more, I've done more, I everything I own is worth more, and I can see how that you know even if it's not something you consciously decide on, how that builds into having an air of you know so, you know being superior to people.
1: They say people who are loaded slide onto leather seats, get a hint of that new. Our smell, and then that fifty thousand dollar plus sticker price, and you get an air of like you know you feel superior. Yeah, and there are women here now from LaSalle University who said I didn't need a study to know that better off uh, drivers are bigger jerks on the roads. And uh, you know this, she drives a Volkswagen Jetta, which I don't necessarily think is not. I mean, that's not like a, it's not a not nice car, right? It's somewhere in the middle there. Uh, yeah, it's you know. And she says here, people who drive, and I, I again, I don't want to co-sign this because, you know, you know, car dealers are big advertisers on the radio station. She says, these are her words, people who drive BMWs, she goes, I'm sorry, I think they really have a problem. She said, she won't name the college that she works at, she goes, because lucky me, my dean drives a BMW. She learned a friend had a BMW when, she, when he gave her a ride home, and she said he was driving like a maniac. He was terrible, and that sealed it for me. I may have to rethink the friendship. Jeez Louise. Louise. I mean, that's getting a little far.
2: Yeah, that's uh, that's a bit much there. It's getting a little far. I'm going to have to rethink a friendship. Do you see this
1: in your... In your life Like can you think about this And I mean do you drive every day Like do you
2: notice this You know obviously I'm out on the road Just as much as the average American Um, I think that both extremes There's going to be some truth to That people who are in really nice cars Are going to be you know A little bit um, of a dick When it comes to Get out of my uh, way Right But I also feel like It's it's unfair to be like Well that's a problem For the Exclusively for the rich Is because dude People in like crappy cars People in cars that are like Being held together by you know Duct tape By duct tape they drive like idiots too Because they don't care about the car and so, so you're driving like an idiot for a completely different reason, I would guess. I don't care about the car, don't care about life as much. Like the other day, dude, I'm I'm, I'm driving. I've given up. I, well, I mean, I think that I think you know, being in a financially it might know, be true in a financial hole, it is just like F you, F everybody around me. I don't care. I don't care. I'll throw my uh, McDonald's out the window. I'll throw you know, I'll, I'll 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 park like an idiot. I don't I don't care. I was driving like down my street, and there's like a uh, like a convenience store at the end of the block there, and this. Piece of crap must have been like I don't know like a, like a late eighties Honda or something like that is just hanging halfway out into the road and as I drive by I'm the one on the street I'm not you know I'm not right. the one who's in the wrong here sure I give this lady a look and and her and her white trash boyfriend dude just start screaming at me just like f you mother f her, and blah 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 and I'm like lady you're the one in the wrong here right. like it's not me I'm driving past you like where are you hanging halfway out into the street right <laughs> f you and her kids are in the back seat and. They're They've got you know, cigarettes lit up, and they're drinking Monster Energy drinks, and F you! Listening right now.
1: I, uh, <laughs> you know, this, one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about this is Josh tweets, and he says, so you mean to tell me rich people are self-entitled D-bags? Since when is this news? I think it's common knowledge. I want to point out that in no point in this did they take into account of whether or not these BMWs, these Mercedes, these Audis, these high-end cars they were looking at, yeah. were they brand new? Were they bought brand new? Like, cause here's the thing. Like people see BMW or you see Mercedes and you think, Oh, luxurious. You could have that. If you bought a five-year-old BMW, they cost what cars cost.
2: Yeah, you yeah. know what I
1: mean. Like you can get into those things. I think for less than people hey. think. I, I, not everybody you see in a BMW is like loaded, like right. lawyer
2: loaded. No, you know, a ten-year-old BMW is going to cost more than a ten-year-old Honda Civic, but still, it's not. It's not like you, you know can you couldn't do reach it. that goal. You can do it.
1: So I'm not sure this may, Because I'll be honest with you, you know who I seem to have the most problem with on people on the roads. Who's that? It's the jacked up trucks it's the people Ooh. I always defend Ooh. it's it's that it's it's the Jason LD fans that Kick I'm the always dust up crowd yeah there. it's the ones I'm always defending on New Tour Tuesday, but every time every time, and that's this is again, this goes back to our perceived notions of people every time I see a jacked up truck the the, the exhaust stacks coming out of the back of the bed versus the rear of the truck, that thing is always doing. Forty miles per hour over the speed limit, riding on your ass, pushing it out of the way. And I always think to myself, Yeah, surprise. The guy in the in the truck where you can't even see up into the window is the guy being a dick on the road. That's I that always seems to be my experience. I don't necessarily see it so much with the uh with the upper crust people. I don't it's not necessarily that. I think we're all terrible drivers.
2: You know what I mean? And when we as soon as we get out there, you're like, you know what, I'm the best driver on the road. Everybody else sucks. And at the end of the day, we're all terrible drivers. That's probably Sit, true. Sitting there on our phones, dude. <laughs> listening to the Stansbury Show. Where we all suck at this. Reaching for the radio to shut it the <laughs> hell off. Causing accidents.
1: Matthew Fantone taught me something this morning that I wish I didn't learn. And
0: so I'm going to
1: get over it by teaching it to all of you. We'll do that and give you those Ohio Championship wrestling tickets next. Hang on. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show. Rock 106.9. 810, you get your next keyword for our workday double pay, which will make you a $1,000 richer. Really simple. Just text it in to 200-200 when you hear it. Eligible for $1,000. Have a pair of Ohio Championship wrestling tickets. We're going to give you those here uh, momentarily. 1-800-243-7625, the number you'll need. So while hosting a uh, radio program with another person, you know, you're sitting in here while, uh, you know, commercials and, uh, you know, some of the songs are playing and stuff and, and you're just kind of talking to one another, you know what I mean? And so, uh, you know, there's a rundown. There's things we're planning on speaking of. And then, you know, things will just kind of pop up via the internet or whatever and one of us will see something and say something to the other person and this Penn State story came up where this guy rushing the frat um, had died and uh, what he fell down the steps, he, he was like thrown down the step, fell down the steps and then it was the next morning he was discovered he, he had died and they didn't like call 911. I, apparently they dressed him in other clothes and they did all this other stuff and uh, guys, people are going to be charged. I'm telling you, people are going to serve jail time for sure.
2: Oh, yeah. I think 18 people have been arrested or something like that yeah. and obviously, you know, different people are going to have different charges brought up against them um, but they tried to cover up what had happened here and bad news. Yeah, don't I mean, do that. I don't want to say that, you know, boy, cover up worse than the crime but most of the time once you get into the business of like, oh, we're gonna Hide this. That's when you're really going to start getting yourself into trouble. So there
1: was another part of this story that I had not heard of. It was it's part of this ritual stuff that this fraternity does to make sure that you're worthy to like you know enter their holy group, right? And which is ridiculous, but I have a buddy who went to a very esteemed college and was in a fraternity. And I can tell you that looking at his life now and hearing him tell me stories about his fraternity brothers, that association has it has shown major benefits in his professional life. Okay, he has gotten better jobs. He's moved around. He's gotten, you know, also been able to hire better colleagues and stuff like that. It's done well for him in his professional life. Now, me, I didn't finish college, kind of entered it. And then it was like, yeah, you know what? Not for me. And I feel the same way about frats for me personally, the way I do about political parties. I don't don't put me in groups. I like being, like being Stansbury. I like being me. I'll be me. You all be whatever it is you are. But I, I like this over here, right? That's just kind of who I am. I'm a more stand you know, on my own kind of thing. So I don't really understand this culture. I never really played team sport either. What do I do now? Also, I play golf. It's very singular. I, I like standing on my own. And so I don't really understand the fraternity culture. I don't really get it. Okay. But Fantone said to me, he goes, You know what these guys were doing? He's like, They were doing, he's like, They were elephant walking. And he just said it as if I was supposed to know what that meant. And at first I was like, Just nod, play cool. Don't, you know what yeah, me? I mean? know to, what you're talking just, about. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah, elephant walking. I was like, Well, if I, I don't know what this is. So I, I you know what I mean? I, I don't want to make it sound like, Yeah, I'm totally fine with that if I don't know what's going on. So I just looked across the board. And I said and was like what in the hell is elephant walking and then he told me and honestly I wish I didn't hear it. And the only reason I'm telling you is so we all suffer together cuz it's now in my head and I'm going to force it in yours. So carefully explain to people what elephant walking is.
2: Um, well, it's a punishment used in fraternities and other organizations like fraternities that really is meant Probably to... Probably sports. Uh, you know, demoralize and kind of humiliate and and, and and you know, kind of you get to establish your dominance on the people that you make elephant walk um, and it comes from, you know, elephants walking and in the circus, you know, one elephant would hold the tail of the other elephant in his nose and the elephant behind him would be holding his tail and they would all walk you know, down the main street and we would all go see the circus. Well, what frat bros have turned aren't they cute before they beat them when nobody's looking (laughs) but frat bros have turned that into uh, something a little more perverse Um, what the elephant walk is is you and the other pledges or the other rookies or the other whatever um, you guys all strip naked and I'm trying to (laughs) verb I'm trying to use use the right words where I'm not going to get fired here Um, I don't necessarily care about that (laughs) (laughs) the the guy the guy naked in front of you um, you take your thumb Kay. And you, uh, uh, two become one there, right? You, okay. you, 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 put, you put that there, not a green thumb and, but and behind you, uh, you grab the penis of the man behind you. So now everyone has their finger. That is the most twisted relay race I've ever heard of. So now everyone has their thumb in a butt and a penis in their hand. So you're, you at that point point are in a single file line and they'll, you know, make you walk around whether it's inside of the frat house or, you know, out in the yard or whatever like that. Yeah, I wish I didn't know that. But you have to do the elephant walk there. I don't understand why. Like, okay. Now I have
1: on the program before, I have argued for and hazing. Means something else. All right. Like, because that goes to like that kind of stuff and beating people up and getting way physical and sexual. And I'm not for that. But I believe that some of this. Bonding stuff must work because you see it a lot in the military. You see a lot in championship sports teams. And again, fraternity, say what you want, but you know, people end up being successes out of life after that, building those relationships. But hazing is something else. I believe there's something in team building and like you get a rookie and you like wrap them in cellophane up against the goalpost. I'm fine with that. Right? There's something about that. When I was coming into radio, having to like deliver, you know, roses to the morning shows, wives, and like sing on my knees and like do karaoke in a bar in front of people and embarrass myself and sing like, I touch myself by the divinals, which was one of the things I had to do to get my first radio job. Like that seemed to me like, okay, this is all of us coming together having fun. But nobody asked me to strip naked. Nobody asked to insert anything into my body that I didn't want or make me hold on to a sexual organ of somebody else's that I didn't want. I don't understand. Stand. Like, do it- you know what kills me about this too? Is that these are the same kind of guys who run around and will call, you know, what are you, gay? What are you, gay? And then the first moment you have to yourselves, what's the first thing you do? Y'all strip naked
2: and do gay things Start grabbing penises there. It's weird. Um, I mean, obviously, you know, there's a line that everyone's going to have of what they feel like is or is not appropriate. But, you know, as playing devil's advocate here, because I do not support this at all, but like, well, if you want to be a part of this bad enough, you're going to do something that you don't want to do. And if whether that's, you know, whether singing to my wife is, is, is that line or grabbing another dude's penis, if you don't show dedication to the team, how do we know that you're in? So what's where's where's that difference? I, I don't see there being much of a difference other than like I said, personal lines. But I, well,
1: yeah, I guess that's how I would have to do it though. Is that is that depending on what the group was and depending on how bad I wanted it, I would. I mean, I'm going to set personal lines. I'd be willing to sing to somebody's wife. I'm not willing to elephant walk.
2: So but so then it didn't mean that much to you being in Kappa, Beta frame or whatever. Would not mean would that not much mean, to me. Would no. not mean that much to you. Was there something in your life? Radio would that have been like? All right, I'll elephant walk now, even <sighs> though I'm. Gr- I I am 100% against myself doing this. I was willing to do a lot.
1: And more than, a, more than a lot of other people. And radio used to weed people out that way. It was like, all right, are you really in? And I was willing. I mean, honestly, I, I can't tell you everything that, that I had done, because honestly, it was this company back in the day. And the corporate culture has completely changed now. They, like,
2: this company would no longer accept those kind of things. So, so the fact that you're willing to do one thing but not elephant walk, I just feels like goes to show that maybe these aren't the things we should be throwing out there as like, well, if you're not willing to do this, you're not good enough. It's because we should. I mean, are you are you worthy of this position? It's not. Are you willing to do the elephant walk to get to this place? Are you worthy of being in this place? Is how we should be. You know, it shouldn't be about are you willing to go through hazing. It should be about you and who you are.
1: No, I ultimately I do agree with you, but I think that there's a difference between elephant walking and like, hey, rookie, you're carrying yeah. everybody's shoulder pads, right? Yeah, I mean, that's obviously. a
2: humbling thing coming in and showing. You know, what I mean? that's a different thing. I, I, I don't necessarily think making some. Somebody do something they don't want to do or humiliating them or, you know, harassing them is equal to judging them. Are they worthy of this position? So
1: there is something there's a very basic point of, oh, my God, you must really want this. And I get how people could assume that that means you're going to be a great employee. But what the reverse could be true, too is you could go through all of the awful things, get part of the group, and then realize, you know what, I did all of that for this, and then end up being the worst kind of person to be around.
2: Or your best, what could have been your best employee, your best frat brother, your best whatever you're looking for, decided I'm not doing that, I'm walking away from this, and instead of getting like the people who are genuinely qualified candidates, and the people who are genuinely going to do good for your organization, you don't get them because you were so obsessed, I'm like, well, dude, no, you gotta dress up like a woman in each one raw eggs it's like what how do you justify that as an organization i mean I, all right organ i kind of expect this out of frats though i
1: mean you're just you're young kids you think you know everything you think you're smart and really you're not because the guy ended up dying you were elephant walking and david tweets in and says should we send our elephant walk pics to 200 200? <laughs> No, no, you should not. But I'm very happy people are paying that close attention to the program. David, you made me laugh out loud. That was very, very funny, my man. We have Ohio Championship wrestling tickets. Let's do it. That event is Saturday. Fantone will be your host. We'll take caller 17, 1-800-243-7625 on those, and you win $1,000 next. very
0: show on Canton's Rock Station, Rock 1069. Welcome back to the Sansbury Show
1: we got got $1,000 for you. 810, you get your next keyword. That's about four minutes from right now. You'll text it in. You'll be $1,000 richer. I want to make people aware of this, uh, and I'm getting it from the Stark County, Ohio Crime Watch and Information page via Facebook, but they say just a public service announcement. Pit bull puppies are being stolen out of their own yards while tied or uh, while being fenced in in the Canton area. Please do not leave your pit bulls unattended, even when you believe they are uh, done so safely. Seven have been blatantly stolen off of ties, and many more have gone missing or disappeared in the last six weeks, targeting young, unaltered pups. And uh, they thank you for paying attention to that there. And, um, yeah, I would imagine so, as pit bull puppies are expensive. Having owned multiple pit bulls in my life, they cost, uh, well, they can cost
2: a pretty penny. Yeah, and, I mean, obviously, anything worth money, when you leave it outside, it's going to be a prime target for for thieves. there. Uh,
1: now, I know people have a problem with the breed, and that's a whole separate argument. I don't have enough time to get into it right now. But I would say that there are safer things to steal than a live animal, any live animal, to try to make money. But you can make a ton of money selling pit bull puppies on the street. What do you mean there? Why would why wouldn't that be a safe thing to do? To steal an animal? Yeah, like a puppy. Yeah, I mean, dude, dogs will bite. I don't care the breed. I mean, like, oh, but I
2: mean, we're talking about a puppy here, right? Like, I mean, grab it and.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, I guess if you are just going to take the, yeah, I would just, well, I'd be worried that the. that the dog they brought him with would be nearby. But yeah, maybe if it's just the puppy. Yeah. I mean,
2: is that, I mean, I, 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 yeah,
1: you know what? This isn't like a breeder. They're taking them from people's homes. So yeah, at that point you have the one dog.
2: And I, you know, obviously, yes, dude, going into somebody's yard and stealing something can be dangerous, but I would just think that dude, it'd be as quick as grab that dog, go to your car and you're gone. When I was growing up as a
1: kid, um, we had a dog at one stage of our childhood and my parents weren't crazy about it, but actually we had ended up finding out it was on a, it was on a run in, in the backyard and it was technically it was my brother's dog and like neighbor kids came over and cut the line and my brother's dog went missing. And I have never seen somebody become unhinged like that ever in my life over his dog. And I just remember thinking like, what an awful thing to do. Like, you know, when you're like young and you're like kind of an idiot, you'll do stupid things. Like I saw friends who would like be awful to animals and I was always like in the background like, nah, that's not, I don't, no, nah, I don't do that. Like, I'm not going to kick that duck or I'm not, I'm, no, I'm not doing that. Like I'm not being mean to animals because well, they've never done anything to me. You know what I mean? I just, I don't understand that. Now, for profit, that's a completely different thing. Right. But so, and I'm telling you, they are worth, they're worth a lot of money. I mean, having paid like a $1,500 for a
2: Pitbull puppy once before, I mean, they can be a lot of money. And obviously, there's, you know, puppies are a lot of money. It's probably like anything else where you can either spend a ton of money on it or you can probably get one on the cheap off the, off the, you know, off the black market or whatever. Um, But dude, I just don't understand. And especially when I live like, you know, in hood adjacent, I just don't understand. Like, that seems like, such an expensive investment to me. An like, animal? Uh, it, well, like, a, 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 not just an animal. I mean, like, my cat is pretty damn cheap. Like, you know, got, got the cat for 50 bucks, and it cost me two bags of food a month. So it's not like that's, like, a huge investment. But, like, a pit bull, like, dude, you get it as a puppy, and it's gonna be super expensive if, if you get it in a, in a legitimate way. Right. Um, and and then, dude, I mean, how much, like, those dogs eat it. F ton of food like I, I just don't understand it right right I mean like a bag of like friskies for me like I said last me two plus weeks and it's like all right it's seven dollars but like dude is that what that is that's about what that is but you're spending
1: you're spending a ton of money so you're feeding your cats for under 20 bucks a month
2: yeah, each cat under twenty bucks a month probably. Oh wow! And, that's, and okay. I don't even I don't even buy Friskies. I buy like that next step up of like right. decent food. Like so, it's not like I buy the cheapest stuff, but I don't buy the most expensive. You could not either. feed a pit bull for a month for that. No. Yeah, so I, I having just, done it, you can't do that. I I, I I I mean, poor people with pets has always been a head scratcher to me. Those like, and cigarettes, and it's what like and it's doing? like what, these are two separate
1: ways right here where you could save yourself a ton of money. You don't have to save yourself any money because we're giving you some. Here's a thousand dollars right now. Uh.
0: Stan Scary Show on Canton's Rock Station, Rock 106.9.
1: Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show, Rock 106.9. Another pair of those Ohio Championship wrestling tickets head your way at 9.30. You know, being the, the golf enthusiast that I am, Phantom, I'm right. sure people would think that I'm bummed out that it's raining today. Right. But I'm actually excited about that. Why? Because one of the best professional golf tournaments of the year is on this weekend i know people get a little real focus on the majors but the players championship is this weekend and it's at tbc sawgrass in florida and it's always always good because the best of the best players play in it because it's one of the tournaments where players really want to win it and so it always draws a really good field and it's always good guys playing with one another it's a, so, so it's really good television Well, as really good television as golf can be, but uh, I do enjoy it. I bring this up to tell you that it was a couple of weeks ago we told the story where my buddy Dustin teed off and hit a ball into a tree and, like, took a bird out. Like, didn't just, like, knock the bird out of the tree. Killed it. Like, I I have photos. They're up at Stansbury Stansbury Show, uh, which is the Instagram there. And uh, just scroll back a little bit, and you'll be able to find those. But this has happened on the professional level where a guy was playing a practice round. And took a bird out and like it's honestly it's pretty gruesome and that video's up for you at WRQK.com.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, this bird just flying by, has no idea what's going on, and just just, just takes nailed. it right out. I, uh, I I stand by my original statement when this all happened. I'm just surprised it doesn't happen more. I mean, there's literally thousands upon thousands, if not millions, of golf swings being taken every single day on, 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 on a million different courses out there. A couple thousand I'll take while playing right, nine holes. Right, right. Yeah. And I mean, birds flying over golf courses doesn't seem like too far of a stretch. It just seems to me like no, this is... This would be happening all the time. Randy yeah, Johnson it. it.
1: WRQK.com. Sansbury Show sections where you can see it. It's pretty, honestly, it's a little gruesome. Yeah. So there have been many, many studies on how trying to keep up with your friends on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, and all this stuff makes you more miserable. Because right. what everybody tries to do online is put their best foot forward
2: and try to make their life seem so glamorous. Keeping up with the Joneses has been gone digital. gone digital and made things considerably harder because you're right, it's not always a, an accurate representation of, of, of that person's life. And even if it is, I mean, twenty years ago, yeah, you saw that, you know, Mr. Jones bought a new car and you'd be like, You know what, I gotta buy a new car. Right. But now you see his new car and you see his new carpet and you see, you know, his his recently renovated home and you Rarely see they're having dinner, right? And his wife just got a boob job, and you know, and there's all these different God, things. That guy's lucky, man. All these different things Mr. Jones has going on, and you're just sitting there like, damn it.
1: We all try to. I'll go back to '90s hip hop. False front on what on on who we okay. are online. Okay, we're all you know we're all we're all half stepping. We're all you know what I mean.
2: <laughs> all right, let's get one more in there, and you can be done,
1: <laughs> uh, dude. Here's all the things the tribe called Quest taught me. <laughs> But we all try to, like, put our best foot forward, and we are, like, you know, all humble bragging and all this other stuff online, trying to make our lives seem like they're better than they are. Right. And I don't know if that's because we want people to think our
2: lives are better, or do we do we want to think our lives are better? I bet it's a little column a, a little column B. A little bit of both there, and, like, I understand it in the sense of, like... Well, of course, I'm not going to post up on Facebook like, "Yo, me and my girlfriend just got into a brutal fight, and who knows how this relationship's going to go." Now, some people will do, right? But I, I mean, I'm much more likely to be like, "Oh, look at us happy having a good moment here," because that, to me, feels like, well, that is what I want to share. It's not that I'm like shoving this in your face. It's just that, like, of course, I'm not going to put like the, "Hey, th- this is a nice night out," versus right. like, "Here's my dirty laundry." Right. Now, that's
1: a personality decision, right? It, right. At some point. Now, it turns out it's not just the nine-to-fivers who worry about this stuff. Okay. Now, you don't think about it this way, but of course being a celebrity is ultra competitive. Right? Yeah. Are you a bigger celebrity than the next person you know? And if you're a celebrity, you kind of run in celebrity circles. And so if you're just like you when you go out to dinner with your friends or your wife throws a dinner party or whatever, if you're sitting around and everybody else at that table is more successful than you, you're going to think about it. You might not like outwardly say anything about it, but in your mind, you're like looking around the table going, you know, all these people have better jobs than me. All of these things have more things going on. Their kids are more successful. You think about that kind of stuff. And then in a celebrity environment, they're definitely going to be more competitive than we are because there's more to compete over and nicer things. And a celebrity, and I air quoted that, learned the hard way about this. And actually, this guy's out of Ohio. I believe Columbus is where
2: Little Bow Wow was from. Yeah, I think he dropped a little from his name nowadays. Is know. it just Bow Wow? I mean, some people might call him Bow Weezy. I'm not going to do that.
1: <laughs> but he learned the hard way about why you shouldn't necessarily lie via these social media platforms. He posted a photo yesterday. Of a private plane and two Mercedes like kind of like pulling up to the private plane. The stairs on the plane are already down. And he just posted on Instagram and said, growing up hip-hop Atlanta press tour starts today. I'm on the move.
2: There's some hashtag that I don't understand what it means right? Uh, okay, but I mean, yeah, dude, you got a private jet, you got a couple of Mercedes sitting out there in front of it. That's something I would take a picture of and be like, look at me. Now, the
1: average person following Bow Wow on Instagram is going to go, alright, well, you're doing a press yeah. tour for growing up hip-hop. I'm sure the yeah. network would probably fly you to the city. You're probably flying private, whatever the hell it is. Nobody's going to think twice about
2: it. Um, I think most people would probably think, dude, you're a rich, famous celebrity. That's your jet. I mean, dude. Most people. Oh yeah, Bow Wow doesn't have jet money. Well, but in most people's mind, what Bow Wow has is so far ahead of what they have. It's hard to comprehend. I mean, dude. And I'll. I'll, I'll, That's true. I mentioned this story yesterday, where where I was at. I was at the gas station wiping or cleaning my windows, and some guy thought like legit that I would have somebody do that for me. Like so, if you think I'm a celebrity, if you Who's think I've got enough money to do that, why, why on earth wouldn't you think that Bow Wow had three Mercedes in a jet? Of course he does.
1: I feel bad for the person looking up at Fantone. Like I bet that guy has a window washer. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad for you, sir. I feel bad for you. So what had happened here is he had posted this photo as if, in kind of alluding that he was going to fly this way. He was traveling this way. Okay. Problem is, he actually caught a commercial flight. A, a follower of hers on his, like, social media platforms noticed him on the flight, took a picture of it, and then, like, put him up side by side. Says, so, so this guy Bow Wow was on my flight to New York, but on Instagram he posted a picture of a private jet caption traveling to New York today. SMH, shake my head for those of you that don't know. So now, to make it worse, the internet now explodes. And now there's blood in the water. So what do bored people at work do? Let's take Bow Wow down, right? And so now the Bow Wow challenge happened. Hashtag Bow Wow challenge. Well, somebody reverse image searched the photo he used, and it links back to a website for Fort Lauderdale VIP transportation, and uh, you got to imagine they're loving this today. Oh, of course, loving this today. But he flat out just like yanked it off of like their court, like their front page of the website.
2: Guys, if you don't know about r- reverse image search at this point, walk people through that. Uh, all you have to do is at any computer really is 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 grab a photo of anything on the internet, whether okay. it's you know something that somebody sent you or something you found on a website, and just put it in Google and Google. Google will reverse image search it in the sense of it will show you where else Source. this photo has been. Okay, And if it's from this original website and it's been used on somebody else's Instagram and somebody else tweeted it out, it will show you where that photo came from. And it, it literally is a drag and drop. It's not even like you have to have like special software or anything. Know like specific, how to do it? No right. specific knowledge. All you have to do is reverse image search it. And dude, and that's honestly something where like when people get catfished, I'm always like, dude, reverse image search that girl. You're gonna see that that's from some hoe's Instagram, not from not from Becky in North Dakota who fell in love with you via you know whatever online First app. you're First of on. all, you're awful. Nobody's falling in love with you, <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> Find me the human burst pers- the, the human being that's not all. Uh, dude, nobody that doesn't know you saw your Facebook and was like, "That's the dude I got a rail." That's not the <laughs> right. I mean, come on, guys. You and, like that happens all the time. Like you know, you get all like these Facebook like invites and like yeah. you know, let's be friends or whatever. Yeah. And you look at the person, she's like a ten on anybody's yardstick, and she has two friends and two photos. No, she likes me for me though.
2: Yeah, dude, like, I think this is gonna work out. The amount
1: of times I see guys, like I- I'll even look. Because it tells you, here's your mutual friends with this person, right? And I'll look and I'm like, look at these idiot dudes who are just adding this chick who's really a 45 year old man in Boston stealing right. your credit card information, probably stealing your identity, masturbating
2: but while he's doing it.
1: But you're just being yanked into this because of some because because honestly, the fantasy is so strong that somebody you've never met in your entire life could like you for you. Nobody likes anybody for who they are. Let alone people you've never met online. I just, there was a little bit of this yesterday with Bow Wow, where I saw this and I was like, you know what? It made me feel better about being a slea stack. It made me feel better about being just one of the cogs in the machine because I was like, you know what? You know what? Life's not so great. You know, as, as much as we all like daydream at work about being rich and famous, they have to, they have to, well, they have to false front like like the rest. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's probably as much Yo! MTV raps as Rock 106.9 can handle. Guys, it's true. Your penis, it's doomed. We'll tell you how next on The Sansbury Show.
0: Uh, suckers. Oh! The Scansbury Show on Rock 106.9. Welcome back to The Sansbury Show. Where you
1: can win yourself $1,000. 910, you'll get your next keyword for our workday double pay. You'll text it in to 200200. We'll have a shot at $1,000. It's good money right there.
2: Yeah, it's pretty nice.
1: Yeah. 9.30 also, Ohio Championship Wrestling tickets up for grabs it as well.
2: People very excited about the OCW events happening in Canton. Uh, if you don't win, OCWrestling.net is where you can buy your tickets. Or, of course, stop down at the J Babe Stern Community Center and get you hooked up there, too. Well, there you go. Yeah. The news you need to know about Ohio championship wrestling.
1: (laughs) I read something yesterday. And I've been in a funk since reading
2: it. Okay. I'm unhappy. Funkier than the elephant walk? Yeah. Worse. Because apparently the penis is just doomed. It's over. Lights out. Not just me in particular. All of us. I'd uh, I'd like to know why the penis is doomed when usually it's the penis that dooms you. You know what I'm saying? Like usually it's the instrument of destruction, but now it's uh it's gonna be it's gonna you be. Know, that's a fair itself. point. Honestly, I should hate that thing more than I like it. Right, dude. I mean, think about the trouble you've gotten yourself into over it. It's
1: cost me way more problems than anything that it was ever worth.
2: Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong, orgasms are great, but let's look at the headache too. Yeah, you gotta you gotta balance that one out. No, I'm even more depressed. Okay, what's going on with the penis, But they say
1: here that the penis is doomed, and they give you five reasons as as to why it is doomed. They say that this is as you're aging, obviously. Okay. And they say it'll get wrinkly. They say wrinkles do not just affect your face. Now, we know Mm -hmm. that skin will lose the elasticity and Mm -hmm. that it'll cause it to sag and become more lined. They say it's not just the skin on your hands or your face that'll go bad. Your nether regions are going to start to sag, too. Now they say there are operations you can have to get rid of the excess skin. Now I've heard of that in the vaginal region. Yeah, they'll do uh, vaginal rejuvenation. I have not heard of the penile rejuvenation. I did not know that was a thing.
2: Oh, I think we did. Didn't we talk about Scrotox before? Wasn't that something? Yeah, that's exactly what we're talking about. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah, dude, you're 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 getting a shot of Botox into your scrotum to uh to make things look a little bit younger and more rejuvenated. Um, uh, you know, if you feel that vain about your penis. Whatever, dude. Oh, I don't know, dude. I don't know if that's vain. That's like, you know what I mean? Like,
1: let's be honest. That's where confidence comes from. Like, that's, yes. I uh, I don't, I mean, I've tried, I, I've tried to live my entire life and keep my uh, my penile region needle free. I right. felt like that was good. That was probably a good plan. Good call. But I don't know, man. Come see me at 60 and I might have a completely different outlook. On it.
2: I feel like at that point, 60. I mean, like, you know, people will always make the argument of like, oh, wow. Yeah, 60 is the, the new 25. How's how's that tattoo gonna look when you're sixty? And it's like, well, I won't care because I'm sixty. If I I don't think I'm gonna care about how my penis looks when I'm sixty. I don't think so. I don't think. Mm, that's a pretty strong relationship. I bet you're right. still gonna. I bet I bet all you're right. still gonna care. I, okay. They say also
1: that the color of your penis may change as you age. Dude, it's what we've all been praying for. Just
2: a big black one. I've been dude. I've been dreaming about this forever.
1: Not that way. I feel like most <laughs> dudes are having nightmares about that, not necessarily dreaming about it. They say that there's a medical condition you can get. What happens is your arteries get clogged up with like a fatty substance in it, which means uh, I yeah. probably have it. Yeah. Blood flow can be restricted to vital areas, which means the color of your penis will be affected. They say since there's less blood in it, it may look a lighter color. A general sign of aging is mottled skin, too, which I uh, which. Will often happen in your arms, but could, sh- uh, but will show up in more sensitive areas.
0: I'm trying to
2: think if my penis has changed colors recently. If there's any been any update on that, I don't know. I feel like I'm gonna, have, I'm gonna take note. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna probably gonna take a before and after <laughs> pick. But before Set and after, two when, two like, odd, try to, I'll back it up. <laughs> <laughs> Before and after, when. Well, I should probably take one, you know, now at thirty three, and ten years from now when I'm forty three, I'll take a take a look at it and be like, all right, well, compare penises there. <laughs> well,
1: what are you gonna do about it when you have both? F-
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, what to walk me through that? What's what? Like, what does Matthew fan don't do the rest of the day? I don't know. Hang them on the fridge, <laughs> something like a, something like that. Yeah, that's a very twisted. How are you growing? Make, make a scrapbook or something. <laughs> a, a, a penis scrapbook, yeah. huh? <laughs>
2: probably not a bad idea. A terrible <laughs> That's idea. That's the
1: exact definition of bad terrible idea.
2: Terrible idea. You got somebody going through your bookshelf. Hey, what is this? And it's just a scrapbook of your penis. So another
1: one of these things here they, they say is proof that the penis is doomed is obviously as you age you will, uh, will they say performance problems are going to happen. Right. They say uh, you may find it harder to get an erection in your twilight years. It's because it's all about blood flow and as we age we're more prone to conditions which block that from happening. It says faulty veins, hormone imbalances can be to blame too so it's always worth speaking with your doctor they say there's obviously good news because viagra is the most common prescription out there um you know in the world uh last year it was claimed that the uh, oh there's they say that the the cucumber is like the all natural thing that if you want to eat can cure this issue i've also heard um that watermelon rinds like that like it, like if you like chew
2: on that and eat that like that that's that just, just eat garbage. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, the part of the fruit you throw away, eat the banana peel. You're I, gonna get, you're <laughs> gonna get a bigger D. And guys are just sitting there eating banana peels, just,
1: shoving them in just going into vitamin world, buying bark That
2: I'm somewhere right on the middle when it comes to like this revitalization of old people doing it. There's a part of me that's like, dude, you know, you're old, and if you want to have orgasms and have sex in the retirement home, God bless you, get out there. What do I care? There's another part of me that kind of thinks that like. There's a reason women go through menopause, and there's a reason why men can't get it up anymore at a certain age. It's like because once you get to a certain age, the lust shouldn't be the thing that's like driving your life. It should no longer be about like, oh, my God, I just have to get off. I mean, that's what your 20s are for. That's what your teen years are for. And then by the time I hit 70, I would like to think that I have something else to fill my day other than boners, right? I can't wait till like (laughs) like a row of like... Rascal scooters are in the parking <laughs> lot to
1: take Fantone down. Some dude on an all black rascal scooter smokes rolled up in the sleeve just here to be, you know, beat up Fantone. I can't wait to watch that. They say here as you age, your penis may also change its shape. They say it's very common for older men to have slightly curved penises and it's all due to a buildup of tiny accidents. Small injuries can cause scar tissue to be mm-hmm. created. And the more of that you get, the more likelihood of things starting to bend. I saw, you know, I was at a baseball, I was at the ALCS game one last year, and there was like a bent penis like awareness <laughs> poster at the urinal, and I was like, when did this become like this problem that I needed to be on the lookout for that? And I don't know, that made me feel, that made me feel completely uncomfortable Stains when I saw looks
2: that. to the left, looks to the right. Well, I'm not as bent as that, dude. Now, here's the
1: last one. Yeah. And the worst one. Okay. Proof that your penis is doomed as you age. They say it's inevitable. It's going to happen. This is depressing as hell, dude. Your penis shrinks. <sighs> All right. This happens because you age more cells in the in the nether region and swap for collagen, which isn't as elastic. That means things are tauter, uh, you know what I mean? So you're you have it gives you the appearance of your penis being smaller. On top of that, testosterone decreases as we age, so your manhood will actually shrink. <sighs> They'd uh, say if you fall victim to the dreaded middle-aged weight gain, both hands raised. It's going to look <laughs> way smaller anyway. Chris yeah. Rock always used to say that, right? Like the thinner dudes, and that's why you manscape too, because tree looks bigger if you trim the bush.
2: Yeah, and and and. I- <laughs> I guess you know is this is this is this applying to a a soft penis or hard or because at the end of the day I don't care what my soft looks like you know what I mean like as long as as long as I still have the same size when erect that's really what I'm worried about right
1: yeah that's the only time I mean yeah when you're getting ready to put it in the game that's right. when, that's when you care when you're it's right. batter up time yeah ah uh,
2: yeah do, but- you don't
1: all right so hold on you don't care at all. What
2: the percent like what what the visual aspect of your penis is when you're, when it's flaccid? I feel like throughout the day the you know the flaccid penis goes through a lot of different stages where it's like sometimes you take it out and you're like oh my god where did this thing look go? at that thing and then other times you pull it out and you're like geez man I'm feeling good about this I feel like erection is pretty much the same size throughout no matter what you're doing there I mean obviously sometimes if you're really like into it really horny like you're like all right well that's good um, but it, as a whole I mean who's seen my flaccid penis me. So I don't care. Yeah, you know. but
1: that's where my self-esteem comes from.
2: <laughs> Just looking at it, yelling at it. get Come on!
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, here I was thinking it was the cargo shorts that's <laughs> the problem. It's the fact that we're not packing the cargo shorts was the problem. We have $1,000 with Rock 106.9's Workday Double Pay. You're getting hooked up next.
0: Hang on. damn 106.9.
1: Welcome back to the Stansberry Show, Rock 106.9. You're about five minutes away from getting hooked up with $1,000. Your next keyword happens nine ten. Fantone, I have to yell at parents. Let them have it. And all internet users. Okay. Okay. Something happened yesterday, and for the life of me, I can't figure out why this went viral. I can't for the life of me figure this out. But, you know, we're always told, you know, raising kids, hardest job ever, most difficult job ever. Hardest job there is.
2: Even though, I mean, literally everyone on the face of the planet has had to have been involved in that equation. No, that so hard, except everyone on the face of the planet's already done it. No screening process to do nope. it. No. Nope. No books to do it. No. Nope. Like, no like official manual. You don't even know what tired is until you have a child. You don't even know what love is until you have a child. Shut up, dude. Shut up.
1: So hard being a parent. So hard. The so hardest hard. thing. Really? Because a guy went viral and every woman was throwing digital panties at him yesterday because he walked around a store with his daughter's like doll and bought it clothes. And it went crazy. Like this woman actually posted the, the photo and said, oh, my God, if he takes this much care of her doll, he must love her more than anything in the world. Or he just spent the last four hours beating her right. and said, you know what? I better make up for this. Let me go buy doll clothes. You, you have no idea what this guy did. You have no idea what kind of father he is. Don't take one snapshot of life and then just thrust it on and like this is, must be the way it is all day. Now,
2: this story, I, 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 I saw this yesterday, but uh, apparently this dad was kind of caught in a store with the doll baby sitting in the in the like cart where like the kid sits. Where you normally put the kid, right. Right. So like everybody saw it and like took pictures and was like oh my god at first thought he was crazy and then somebody stopped to talk to him about it and how do you know that that dude isn't crazy right I mean I'm telling you right now there's two people in Canton Ohio uh, when I used to work at the last radio station these people walk around with like lifelike doll babies and they treat them like real kids it's it's super weird do they know they're not real kids I think they know they're not real kids I just don't think they necessarily care they're old and they they seem like they were kind of nuts to me when I when I met them and it seemed to me like I don't know if they lost a child, or if I they were incapable of having children, or, or whatever the case is there, but they treated those babies like they were real, honest-to-God babies, or those dolls like they were real, honest-to-God babies.
1: Now, this guy might be a great dad. I don't know that he's not a great dad. Right. could right. be putting
2: cigarettes out on his child, too.
1: <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> but know, right. But all I know is all I ever hear is about how hard this is. Really? I could, I could walk around with a doll tell people I'm buying clothes for it for my daughter so she stops crying. Now I'm the best dad on the planet Earth for a day?
2: I mean, it seems like the most basic thing you can do to your kids is play with them. And like, sometimes when you're five years old and you want your dad to pretend like he's really drinking tea from the teacup, your dad's really going to drink tea from the teacup. They, they, they always talk about like, oh, when a little kid hands you a toy phone, you're going to answer it because you were playing with a child. It doesn't mean you're a great father. It means you're a basic father. It right. means you've you you've, you've The accomplished bare minimum. Step one. Alright, so that's good. And listen, if that's all you're going to do is get to step one, I'm glad you didn't leave it at step zero. I'm glad you're moving the ball down the field, but you don't get credit for a touchdown when you didn't do anything. Like
1: when that dad got that, that tattoo on his head that looked like the hearing aid that his daughter had yeah. had, that's something that I was like, yeah. okay, I understand why that went viral.
2: Above and beyond there. But I'm shopping for clothes for my daughter's doll, and now I'm like the best dad ever? This is just like, it was probably two, three weeks ago, and outside of like a t-ball field, there was a sign that said like, hey, the kids are kids, and the umps are volunteers, and the coaches aren't real coaches. And it's like, dude, that thing has existed forever. Why? Because Since we were kids. Why? Because I took a picture of it and put it on, on on Instagram. Now all of a sudden it's like, oh my god, it's the greatest sign now, ever. at
1: least what I will say with that is that is a good thing to remind people of right. no matter what, right? right. So right. I'm with you not necessarily go viral, but I understand why it's still up it's at the there. ballpark, right? right. That's a good thing to remind people of. But we have no idea who this guy is, and yet he was listed as like America's best dad yesterday for Monday. for for doing the very bare minimum of stepping up and par- like is that what's happening or are we just expecting so much less out of the human being now where the very we're, we're parenting 101 now where it looks you know what it was is because it's a photo of a dad doing something not passed out from heroin behind the wheel of a car while the kids in the backseat like this is how bad we're getting as people
2: boy look at these parents over here they're feeding their kid and keeping them clean man boy parents up yeah. singing
1: the alphabet song
2: with them and everything well, just just you're a great dad I
1: mean we're just oh, we're lower the standard of what is like decent to the point to where everybody can
2: now hit the hurdle. It's crazy. I can remember and I mean I was probably like 10 years old, 12 years old. I can remember saying to my mom when I would bring home like a bad report card, I'd be like, "Yeah, but at least I'm not on drugs." And my mom would be like, "Shut up, idiot. Of course you're not on drugs. You're not supposed to be on drugs. You're supposed to take care of your kids. You're supposed to do these things." I don't know why you get a pat on the back for doing the most basic thing you can do, which is taking care of your child.
1: Me either cuz you had a bad report card and you were
2: on drugs. Totally <laughs> lying. Let's get you hooked up with a
1: thousand
0: dollars right now. Oh! The Stansbury Show on Rock.
1: Welcome back to the Stansberry Show. Rock 106.9. We have a pair of Ohio Championship Wrestling tickets. Shortly, you will have them. 1-800-243-7625. The number you'll
2: need. Bash at the Babe going down Saturday night The J-Babe Stern Community Center in beautiful Canton, Ohio. Uh, First time OCW's been in Canton in quite a while. Steel cage match going down for the Ohio Championship Wrestling Heavyweight title. See? Haven't been here in a while. Never going to be allowed here ever again. You better go. Bash at the Babe Saturday
1: night. That'll be good times. Fantones, we'll be. uh will be on hand hosting that for you. Yeah. I like making predictions on this program, right? I believe it was last year I predicted the Cavaliers would come back, win the NBA title. That happened. I called very early on in the Indian season that they would win the World Series. Now, that didn't totally happen, but they did go to Game 7. I got pretty close. pretty close. I also said the Browns would go uh, winless that season. Pretty Can't close. got pretty close. They only won the one game there. So, I like calling my shot. And I have called my shot multiple times on people I feel like are going to run for president. All right. I have said I believe Mike Rowe will run for president, and I believe he'll have a great shot to win. I think Mike Rowe's one of those guys that has that. He talks the way I talk, man. He's an everyday guy. He believes in hard work that doesn't come off racist honestly like Mike doesn't necessarily come off racist to me okay. you might sub- you might be suspicious it's in there somewhere but we haven't seen it on the surface which will help him. And I believe Mike Rowe will will energize, and I believe that's why he's out there been talking about jeans that he's upset about, and Monopoly pieces, and all this other stuff. Ultimate he's,
2: snowflake, Mike Rowe.
1: He's yeah, I know that that's the way you feel, and I can't necessarily argue it. Okay, but I believe he would. I believe people will elevate him to that position. And I every time I say to somebody in a private conversation, I think Mike Rowe's going to run for president. Somebody in that circle leans back and goes, "You know what? I'd vote for that guy." And that's why I'm telling you, I think it's going to happen. And another guy who I had said, you know, I could see him being president has now said, you know what, it's a real possibility that I'm going to run for president. And that's Dwayne The Rock Johnson. If you smell
0: what The Rock is cooking.
1: Now here's the deal on this. There was once upon a time where... If this guy would have said, yeah, I'm going to run for president, what would have happened would have been this. The, the conversation in the bar would have been this. Do nobody's going to vote in the can you smell what the rock is cooking guy to run the country. And that would have been conventional wisdom. And you probably would have been right. But we're past all that now. We're past all that. Again, I'm not knocking him. But we got the grab them by the vagina guy. We got the you-can-tell-them-to-go-F-themselves on a campaign speech guy. We can't say the the can-you-smell-what-the-rock-is-cooking guy can't be president.
2: Unfortunately, no, we cannot. And as much as I love pro wrestling, and, dude, I genuinely love The Rock, one of my favorites of all time, I'm shaking my head at the entire concept of this. And not because I think The Rock is just a pro wrestler. Obviously, I mean, he's been able to change, you know, or take what was pro wrestling, turn it into a hugely successful acting career. Um, But, like, what are the qualifications for this man to run the country? Well, you're charismatic and handsome, no question about it. Very talented, you know, no doubt. But that doesn't make you capable. This isn't running for class president. You know what I'm saying? When you're running for class president, yeah, dude, you got the most friends. Everybody likes you and fine, dude. You know, you're kind of smart, but you're not a nerd. So, yeah, you know what, dude? Eric's going to be class president, and we're fine with that. President of the country here. Dude, I mean, dude, President Macho Camacho from Idiocracy is about to be a reality. Yeah,
1: it is. I'm telling you right Damn. now, it's Mike Rowe, Republican, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Democrat. You, I'm telling you right now, think about that. It, it, it sounds crazy until you start to think about what do we really, what does the world really care about? Imagine, dude, the debate rating between The Rock and Mike Rowe, I guarantee you that gets a bigger debate rating than Trump-Hillary. Than that first one, which was my, which I believe beat a Super Bowl. That would be, honestly, tell me that election cycle's not, like, you wouldn't be able to turn it off.
2: I I, I I often try to stand up for America I'm like guys you know we're a good country you dude. know this is happening I know and I am you I'm, know I'm right I'm unbelievably sad about that dude if if this is really what we're getting into then we deserve what we get here honestly if, if, if that's what it comes down to and honestly if that's the if that's the lasting legacy of President Trump is that literally anybody anybody can become president that's a bad place dude I'm sorry I love the rock I love wrestling I, I do but I I cannot sign off on The Rock being the president of the United States of America.
1: What would The Rock have to do now between now and running? What does he got to do for you?
2: Get experience running a government agency. Go be go dude, be a city council person, be a mayor, be a state senator, be a governor, be a senator. Do all those things. Have some sort of education outside of like outside so you, of just I'm the man. You could never I, I'm just asking.
1: You, so you, Matthew Fantone, could never vote for a guy who was like ran businesses, but has never uh, been part of government.
2: No, okay. I feel like that's kind of an essential part of being president is that you have at least some clue of how it all works. That way you're not walking in on day one like an idiot. With, what do I do? With, with, with zero clue of what to do. I I have a hard time arguing that. that. But we've already crossed that bridge, so my point is moot. It doesn't matter because we have already crossed that bridge.
1: The Hill published a list of 43 people who might run against Trump in 2020. Among the many potentials was Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Apparently he tweeted uh, maybe one day in reference to a presidential run. Now a newly published GQ profile, he edged that the Dream campaign is ever so uh, slightly moving forward. He says, yeah, I think it's a real possibility. He had that when the question was first posed about a year ago he took it as a joke but as he began to hear more and more people suggest that he could unite the country he gave the idea a more thoughtful consideration. I mean what's his what
2: is his background? What what's his ethnicity? Um Samoan. I I, I Is that believe what the whole there. thing is? Okay. I, I believe there. Um,
1: cuz he, he looks cuz let's be honest, he looks biracial. Right. And so, and so, I wasn't sure what the whole thing was. So at that point, I mean, you get that going. He's a good-looking guy, it's, dude. He's got charisma for days. He's the anti-Kasich. Kasich. He's, I mean, dude. He's nothing but charisma.
2: I'm telling you, dude, it's going to be he versus Mike Rowe. That's what's going to happen. I've made the joke before about, like, oh, Cena's going to be president. Oh, Rock's going to be president. Oh, but, I mean, like, Oprah's going to be president. But, dude, it, it is. That's a terrible place for our country to be where it's not even it, – it, it's going to be a popularity contest. Like, it is going to – On some level, hasn't it always been that? I, no, I, I'd like to think not. I'd like to think that people were, people I mean, were elected to their office. Famously,
1: basically. Bush got elected because people wanted to have a beer with him.
2: That's popular popularity contest, right? Yes, but there's more to Justin having a beer to him. The guy had experience in running government. The Came guy, from a political family. Even with Ronald Reagan, where it's like, yeah, well, he started as an actor, but he didn't just go from actor to president. There was a lot of steps along the way where, where Ronald Reagan grew, where he was more than just an actor, where he was a legitimate candidate for the presidency of the country. And I understand that, you know, celebrities always going to play a part of it, and it's going to be, a, a, there is a popularity aspect to it, but if that's the Finding thing is, well, what were your ratings? How many, how many records have you sold? How many Instagram followers do you have? And that's how we're going to decide who the president is. Yes, that's terrible, dude. It's terrible. What a sad. Place you know for this that's what we're going to do.
1: We're going to thumb up or thumb down. It'll be a digital election,
2: and these guys are going to win. American Idol president. Who are you going to text in for right now? Oh, God.
1: I mean, people made the joke when American Idol first got started to get popular that that's why it worked is because it mimicked the presidential election so well.
2: President Camacho, dude Sad Sad He was, dude, in that movie, Idiocracy It was 500 years in the future So we're only like, you know, what, five years down the road from this movie Right But he was, he was a porn star and a professional wrestler And he was the president And it was, oh, what a joke, that would never happen
1: A lot of things in that movie came true
2: Ten years later, dude A lot Sitting here like, oh, damn A lot of things in that movie,
1: if you look around I just, I can't wait for me to be a dude. When I'm right about this, I'm telling you, I'm going to be, oh, that's going to be a soapbox day. Now, iHeartMedia will have long fired me before yes, that happened. So ago. I'll go
2: door to door and can't telling you, see, <laughs> I was right. I was right. And go door to door and can't asking for money. Like, please. Give me a dollar nine. for being right.
1: The Rock v. Mike Rowe. You heard it first on the Stansberry Show.
0: Rock Station. Rock 106.9.
1: Welcome back to the Sansbury Show on Rock1069 online for you, WRQK.com. 1010 10 this morning. Fishhead, get you hooked up with a thousand dollars. That's your next keyword for Rock1069's workday double pay. I have a new favorite listener in the audience. Her name is Shelby. All right. Shelby uh, must work for the Human Bean, which is a new coffee shop here in Canton, Ohio. And she sent up some caffeine, said, hey, I heard you're a fan of the product. I heard you guys talking about it on the program the other day. Wanted to send you some caffeine. Say thanks. Now, I know there's coffee shops everywhere, right? right. There's a million of them. Right. The Human Bean, I, and I don't know where they originated, but I lived in a small little town in Oregon called Grants Pass. And there was like, it's the Pacific Northwest. So they're crazy about the coffee, right? That whole region. And there was like a there was like a famous company there that was started actually in that town called Dutch Bros, Dutch Brothers. And it's pretty good, but I always liked the human being a little bit more. And so it was about a week ago somebody was on Facebook in the area, and I so was scrolling through her phone, like her my timeline, and some girl had posted a picture of the human being. I said, where are you where are you at? You must be traveling?" She said, "No. They just opened and I didn't know that was happening. And it honestly, I've been like ten times since finding that out it's it's one of I absolutely love the human being, so Shelby,
2: thank you so much for sending some stuff up. All we have to do is talk about stuff, and then people will bring it up to us Dude, millions that, of dollars I, I didn't know millions of dollars. That. I didn't know about that at all. I feel like we should change our topic of conversation sometime. No funny. way, the coffee
1: was good, delicious.
2: David tweets in and asks Fantone this,
1: yeah. Says, all right, you're not about The Rock being president because he's not he has no experience with government whatsoever. Correct. Okay. So he says, What about a presidency under the governor?
2: Um, well, not a not an American, not a natural born American citizen there. So Ooh, that's gonna have a problem. That's gonna be a problem. Um, but at least Schwarzenegger does have some uh, you know, experience in that Jesse, where, the body, Jesse, the body where, yeah, at least you have some sort of experience with that. Al Franklin, where these guys all started as entertainers and translated that over into a political career. I'm not against that. I just, I'm against the idea of like, well, he's a good guy and he's charismatic and he's likable and he's, and he's funny. And it's like that. Those aren't, those are like good things for my friends for a date, right? Right. <laughs> those are, those are, those I mean, are good, yeah. but that doesn't make you capable of doing the job of president. It doesn't.
1: No, I would have to agree. I, I but I think that's where we're headed. And, and I've called my shot. It's Mike Rowe versus the Rock.
2: Now I, I I will make some room for, you know, the president doesn't nearly have the power that everyone assumes he does, and I think you're seeing that within the President Trump, you know, regime here. Um and I, I, I think that a big part of the president is to set the tone of the nation. And I, I think the Rock would be really good at that. And I do think there would be a little bit of unification. Hell
1: yay, would you set the tone with the people's elbow? Well, when there's there'd be some <laughs> unification. Oh my God! That. I knew something,
2: and I think I think that's all fine. But I, I I can't sign off on that being enough. I mean, that's a very low bar of like, well, you gotta you got a, a winning smile, and you're you know, and 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 everyone knows who you are. I mean, I, I, yeah, that's not enough.
1: It's not. You know, who's another person whose hat you could throw in this ring, but he doesn't have enough of the charisma? Would be Mark Maron. Mark Maron's a very engaged intelligent person who stays up on politics but he has never done anything political as far as like being in office goes
2: but he doesn't have the personality he doesn't look the part very easy to be an observer very easy to be like all right hey i follow politics and i have an opinion on politics i i follow politics I have an opinion on politics i am nowhere close to being capable of being the president of the United States of America raise your hand if you were shocked to find out he knew that i am nowhere close <laughs> shocked to find out you I know that i am nowhere close to being capable of being on the City Council. You know what I mean? Like you have to recognize that, like, just because you're good at one thing doesn't mean you're good at another thing. And 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 to make the assumption that that your success in the ring or be are in front of the camera is going to turn into you being capable of of running the country. Come on, guys. I'll give you a perfect
1: example. Two former quarterbacks are now new NFL broadcasters. It's uh Tony Romo mm-hmm. and oh my god, I'm forgetting Jay his Cutler. Name. Jay Cutler, there yeah. Jay Cutler. Now I was surprised to find out about Cutler, not Romo, former uh, cowboy. So you got that huge brand, good-looking guy, little charismatic. So I totally got it. Jay Cutler's whole thing was is that nobody liked him, and that his personality was kind of like eh. So like if he now he may end up being great, but like I was very surprised Jay Cutler got that job because the whole thing was is that his personality was kind of like eh. So it's like, well, how are you going to be great on TV then?
2: Right, and what a lowering of the bar where it's like, well, eh, you, you know, you've, you've got some sort of charisma, and that's enough. I mean, obviously, Jay Cutler and Tony Romo, those guys have experience behind center and are able to give They've a different... They've at least
1: been around football enough to know. Right,
2: They're able to give a viewpoint of what's happening on that field, where, like, yes, if you've been a governor, like Arnold Schwarzenegger, at least you have some sort of vantage of, like, alright, this is how things are supposed to work to just blindly take a dude out off the field, out of the ring, out in front, of, in front of a movie camera and put him in the office. Terrible dude.
1: Sell out WrestleMania and can fill the seat.
2: He could dude at
1: Capitol Hill. He could. I'm telling you, Rock versus Mike Rowe. I'm I dude, I'm gonna keep saying it until it happens because that's how things work. I say it and then they happen. Fishhead will give you a thousand dollars at ten ten. See? I told you, and that will there it happen. Is. There it is. Aside from that, we're done for the day. We'll be back at it live tomorrow morning on six AM at six AM, sorry, on Rock One O six nine. However, I am being told one more pair of tickets. One more for Ohio Championship Wrestling. Let's pass those out right now. Caller twenty one eight hundred two four 7625 three 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 seven six two five. We'll see you guys tomorrow morning. See ya.